Success makes us complacent. We forget to pay attention. We take what we have for granted. We turn a blind eye. We fail to notice that things are changing or that corruption is taking root. And everything falls apart. Is that the fault of reality or God? Or do things fall apart because we have not paid sufficient attention? Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Panadan, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor. Today is Chapter 6 from Jordan Peterson's best-selling book, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. And that was a direct quote from his book. Now, rule number six is actually quite interesting. It is exact. <laughs> it is set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. That reminds me of an old saying, those who live in glass houses should not throw stones. He goes on to say, and I, and I bring this up because it is the World Holocaust Day as I record this episode. A hurricane is an act of God, but failure to prepare when the necessity for preparation is well known. That's sin. That's failure to hit the mark. And the wages of sin in death, he's quoting Romans 6.23, the ancient Jews always blamed themselves when things fell apart. They acted as if God's goodness, the goodness of of reality was axiomatic and took the responsibility for their own failure. That's insanely responsible. But the alternative is to judge reality as insufficient, to criticize being itself and to sink into resentment and the desire for revenge. If you are suffering, he says, well, that's the norm. People are limited and life is tragic. If your suffering is unbearable, however, you are starting to become corrupted. Here's something to think about. This is why I really feel that everybody, wherever you are in the world, should actually read this book. It's so thought-provoking, and it actually doesn't give you all the answers. It gives you the questions. It gives you something to think about. So, he goes on to say, and the headlines clean up your life. I like that. Consider your circumstances. Start small. Have you taken full advantage of the opportunities offered to you? Are you working hard on your career or even your job? Are you letting bitterness and resentment hold you back and drag you down? Are you bitter about something? Are you poor me? Woe is me? Are you letting your habits control your sorrow? Yeah, that's, that's definitely dragging you down. He goes on to say, have you made peace with your brother? Are you treating your spouse and children with dignity and respect? Do you have habits mm -hmm, that are destroying your health and well-being? Are you truly shouldering your responsibilities? Have you said what you need to say to your friends and family members? Are there things that you could do that you know you could do that would make things around you better? Have you cleaned up your life? This is absolutely fantastic. And you might need to listen to those questions a few times. Because once you start, I'm going to say, thinking to yourself, talking to yourself, 
paying attention to what you're thinking, you start to get a little bit of clarity, a little bit better understanding. And that's why he says, before you go out criticizing the universe and blaming others or just being critical, negative in general, is your own house in order? Because I, what I garner from this is that it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to throw those stones if your home is in order, if you are living in equanimity, if you have a balanced life, and you're recognizing the struggles you're going through, and you're recognizing that, oh, this is life. And that's why I started the episode with that quote, that success makes us complacent. And until I actually went through um, a setback myself, (laughs) I didn't realize that. I didn't realize what was going on around me until it was no longer there. And I thought, whoa, whoa, (laughs) what just happened here? Unfortunately, these things don't happen overnight. Mm, I almost wish they did because then, hey, you could like throw some stones, right? But they don't. And we are a reflection of what we do, what actions we take. And your children are a reflection of you, what you're role modeling to them and what you're saying. So I love that Peterson addresses that. So when he says, have you cleaned up your life? Well, if the answer is no, start to stop doing what you know to be wrong. Start stopping today. Don't waste time. I I love that. I absolutely love that. Because then you have to start questioning yourself. What are you doing wrong? When you give yourself some questions to ponder and think about, When you actually look inward instead of outward, the answers will come. I'm not going to say they're going to come overnight. I'm not going to say that this is the magic pill, but it will lead you on a journey of your life's purpose, of your life's meaning, what you can give back to society. Maybe you have all this creative energy pent up in you and you're channeling it the wrong way. There's so many good books written these days and podcasts and interviews about people who have channeled, channeled their fear, channeled their anger, channeled their frustration into works of art, into success stories that appear overnight, but of course they are not. You have to stop and focus and reflect. And if you cannot see where you're going wrong, uh, maybe you should ask your children, ask your spouse. Pose that question before you go to bed, and you might wake up with the answer. There's a lot of famous people, a.k.a. Thomas Edison, that uh, used to do that. So if it works for him, it might work for the rest of us. Peterson goes on to say, so simply stop. When you apprehend, however dimly, that you should stop. Stop acting in that particular despicable manner. Stop saying those things that make you weak and ashamed. 
Say only those things that make you strong. Do only those things that you could speak of with honor. I love how this book evolves and the different segues he uses. He has, you know, the, one of the rules we've already talked about is stand up straight with your shoulders back. So I added head how high. But then why not add do only those things that you could speak of with honor. When your values are clear, the decisions are easy, aren't they? Think of your values. Think of how you really want to be seen in the world. Because remember, nobody really knows what's going on in your life. They just think, oh, they're walking around mopey, slopey. Or are they walking around, hey, today's positive vibe is. But it's an ongoing, daily event. And I think the more people realize this, the more people share this, the more people are in tune with how they do have a choice on what to say when you talk to yourself and others really does make the difference. What are you saying to your children? How are you giving them feedback? What emotions are you showing on your face to them? You know, parents have this super power because they have super responsibilities. I mean, big responsibilities. With great power comes great responsibilities. So you really need to know you don't have to do anything else than kind of sideways look at your child when they're doing something. We talked about this last week. When they're doing something that's not making you happy. The message comes across loud and clear. There's no action that you can do that they're not going to pick up on. Right? I recently um, heard... Rebecca Kennedy say in one of her classes, titles do not define who we are. Actions define who we are. And I absolutely love that. And uh, if you don't know who she is, she's uh, one of my favorite Peloton instructors, but (laughs) back to Peterson's book. (laughs) Once you begin doing this, he goes on to say, you'll untangle your past. You will become stronger and less bitter. You will move more confidently into the future. Oh, Hauser, you will move more confidently into the future. You will stop making your life unnecessarily difficult. You will then be left with the inevitable bare tragedies of life, but they will no longer be compounded with bitterness and deceit. Wow. How fantastic is that? If that's not a positive affirmation, if that's not a positive reinforcement. But, you know, he talks about this and he says it's not an overnight thing. You need to work at this daily, months, years. Become hyper-aware, inform yourself, read, listen. Maybe somebody else knows more than you do. I I know everybody knows more than I do because I don't know everybody. (laughs) So I don't know everything about everybody. I'm making that a little funny and simplistic. But the point is, is 
he goes on to say, perhaps you'll discover now that you're a less corrupted soul, much stronger than it might be otherwise have been, is now able to bear those remaining unnecessarily minimal, inescapable tragedies. You know, I ever feel like a -a whack-a-mole, like you you just get knocked down, you get up again, knocked down, you get up again, knocked down. Make sure you get up again. Make sure you get up again. Because every single time you do that and you build stronger and you become that role model, you become that beacon, you become stronger naturally and it'll flow and you will pay attention to what you're thinking. Pay attention to that self-talk, whether it's negative or positive. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and then, and then, perhaps, he says, you will then see that if all people did this in their own lives, the world might stop being an evil place. After that, with continued effort, perhaps it could even stop being a tragic place. Who knows what existence might be like if we all decided to strive for the best. Yes, indeed. I, I, I believe it was His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, that recently said that if every child learned to meditate, learned to reflect, learned to let go, whatever meditation that means to you and the different types, because he didn't really specify, I'm just going to say that, he said we would have world peace if children started, the children in this day and age, by the age of eight, we would have world peace. Well, let, let that sink in. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I don't know the, the Dalai Lama. Well, not yet. I'd like to meet him. So, anyways, <laughs> back to Peterson. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what existence might be like if we all decided to strive for the best? Mm-hmm. Who knows what eternal heavens might be established by our spirits, purified by truth, aiming skyward right here on the fallen earth. Set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world, and you will live a more inspired life.